Hey, this is Kendra Whitaker Shine. And I'm Crystal Alston. Welcome to Sisters. Welcome everyone to our latest episode of the Sisters podcast. We've been hitting many good topics lately, particularly when it comes to balance. This next topic is a great transition point as we're discussing that sneaky little S word, submission. (laughs) If you're like me, then you may have a love-hate relationship with the word submission. So to do so today, we have brought in a special guest, Miss Kania Crumley. Hey guys. Hey ladies. Um, But before we jump into the nitty gritty, let's have a moment of prayer. So shall we? Dear Lord, we come to you uh, with a grateful heart. We just finished the Thanksgiving holiday and we come with gratefulness. No matter what our experiences were for the holiday, Father, you brought us here to this point to come together to celebrate you and to... um, just be an example of you um, through this meeting. So God, have your voice here today, Lord. Have us say what you'd have us to say. We give you all the honor and all the praise, all the glory. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Kania, before we get you to tell us about yourself, will you join us for the game of truth, two truths and a lie? You know I will. All right, let's hear it. Give us two truths and a lie. The way you play this game, we've done it before. Our guest will tell us two truths about herself and a lie about herself. And Crystal and I have the fine pleasure of figuring out what that lie is versus what was true. All right, so I guess I'll start. Um, I have, I grew up in the family of four girls, so dad and a mom and four girls. So it's myself and three sisters. Um, That's one statement. The other statement is, that I love sleeping in. And the third statement is that I used to teach photography. Hmm. Hmm. Let me see. Can you take a picture? I'm trying to remember whether or not I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a picture? Crystal, <laughs> um, do you want to take a stab? I want to say... I've never heard you talk about photography. I don't think. I'm going to say number three is a lie. I'm going to go with number three. You ready for the answer? The truth? Yes. It's number three. I've never taught photography, (laughs) but dang it. I was really trying to work on my poker face. Like, what gave it away? (laughs) Because y'all know too much about me. Uh. I was just trying to, I, I, well, I'm just trying to remember photography being ever said <laughs> I know. it's problematic but yes that I would love to teach though. photography yeah. yeah 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 but I had and I was so, yeah and I I was I was trying to remember I was like I know for sure three of you I know, but I then I was like I, well no I mean I, I knew for sure there were three of you right so but I wasn't quite sure on the fourth oh but you I should have gone with that one <laughs> I, I wasn't sure about the fourth, but I knew I was like, I don't think I'd ever heard you say photography before. <laughs> but you know I like sleeping in, and that's just well, now I that, that I never heard. Really about what that. doesn't yeah. allow sleeping in. Right, come on that's now, funny. if we have our chance. So yeah. Um all right. So thank you for playing that game. Now, would you share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, well, thanks for having me on, ladies. It's really exciting to be here with you guys. And um, just a little bit about who I am. I am a 
um, a wife, a mother, um, an educator, a creative. Um, my my work sort of really focuses on uh, supporting wives and mothers um, through these spectacularly messy and beautiful journeys that we've chosen to be on. Um, just a little bit about why that is so important to me. Um, back in my 20s, when my mother was like, I'm praying for your future mate. I'd be like, lady, can you pray for something else? Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> now pray for a, something a, a else. A Stegler fellowship or something. I know, right? I was like, you can pray for like, I don't know, some yeah. amazing fellowship or something. Um, right. But back in my 20s, when, you know, like, some like half of my friends were getting married and half my friends were like whatever I need a career I you know realized that I had a healthy skepticism for marriage simply because of the unhealthy marriages that I saw and observed growing up um and because of that I I would say through my 20s and even into like the beginning of my 30s I was just like yeah marriage is not for me like lord I love you and then you are the lord of my life you're the Lord of every area of my life except this area because I haven't seen anything that would compel me to link my life to someone else's life for the rest of my life. Um, but I also said a, a real earnest prayer. Um, and that was like, Lord, if this is what you have for me, this being marriage, if this is what you have for me. Um, please show me your vision. Please show me your heart for this thing called marriage. And in true God fashion, right? In true Abba fashion, he he, he, Ephesians 3.20, that, that prayer request, right? Like he did exceeding abundantly above all he could, I could ever ask or think in terms of answering that prayer request. And here I am, I guess, almost 20 years later, um, really, truly a champion of marriage, um, a married individual, which I think speaks <laughs> volumes, um, and a mama and really loving it and believing and wanting the best for other people's mm -hmm. marriage, just understanding, you know, coming to understand the full the both um, the spiritual and physical implications of marriage. Um, so yeah, just really excited about encouraging wives, encouraging mamas, always encouraging our babies, our young people mm -hmm. um, to really know who they are and whose they are in him and, and what they have to offer this world. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here talking with you guys today. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um, how long have you been married? Um, nine years. We've been married nine years and together 11. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on that. Yes. yes that's huge. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many I of those years are glory? at heart. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Some of those years, not so glorious. No. <laughs> not I'm you. Now. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. <laughs> talking about your neighbor. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Okay, that's awesome. That is very good. So, do you, you know you do, when you share that you've been doing this work? How do you do it? Do you have a vehicle through which you channel it? I know we met, um, or shortly after we met, uh, you got us got me in on the mops. Yeah, so I'm I'm an extrovert, if you can't tell, and so I'm always I'm always here for a gathering, like a good mm -hmm. gathering, and and not a superficial one, but like a like my conversation with my friends, like we'll it'll. I'll text them and be like, how's that thing I've been praying for you about? Like, how's that going? Like, it's we go deep quick, you know? And I think for me, authentic gatherings where women, primarily women can just let their hair down and be a sister, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to someone that you have to compete with or someone you have to look at and envy, like just mm -hmm. be a sister, be their mm -hmm. support to be supported. 
Um, and so when the opportunity for this gathering of moms came about, um, another mom su suggested it to me and we sort of ran with it. And then I met you at the playground <laughs> with your kiddos. I was like, do you want to join us and do this thing? Um, and, and MOPS is such a, you know, sort of a, a ready-made package for anyone mm -hmm. who wants to create a community for moms wherever they are. So mm -hmm. just a shout out to MOPS and MOPS International and what they were doing there and what Christ mm -hmm. sort of called them to do. But yeah, yes. it was a fun, you know, two-year run of gathering women, um, you know, of faith, of not faith, you know, in a space where we could sort of normalize Jesus and normalize the principles of his word and make those, you know, and lift those up and make those uh, encourage women in that way. That was, that yeah. was really exciting, exciting time. It was. Ania, what does MOP stand for? Yep, Mothers of Preschoolers. Mothers. Um, and so they're an international organization. They are, um, um, they're headquartered out of Colorado, um, but it literally exists to, to uplift mothers. Um, to support mothers through motherhood and it's mothers of preschoolers and then they have like a mops next chapter which is like mothers of like middle and high schoolers and then they have like a mops mentor chapter for like women who would be our mother's age to come back and mentor the mothers of preschoolers um so it's just literally it it was the two years the first two years of me being a stay-at-home mom it was such a just a warm community that I could just drop my child off in the safe daycare space and be in the very next room with some women who completely got why I, why I had drool on my shirt or why I didn't know I had some crusted oatmeal in my, in my pants. Mm -hmm. And like, and I didn't explain that, right? I didn't explain yeah. the fact that I literally totally forgot to put deodorant on this morning. Like I did not have to explain that in that space. It was just a very sacred and very encouraging space. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. So in terms of, um, it sounds like, you know, with mops, you didn't necessarily have to explain yourself because the moms just got it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that is so refreshing. Mm. I think when we start talking about submission, it's mm. a totally different Come on now. conversation where it feels like, I felt like I've got to explain myself. Even after I, if once I drop that word out of there, it's either other women and these are Christian women, these are women who've been married for a long time or these are women who, I mean, they're either running or they're giving me that don't do it. Don't don't do that. <laughs> doing that today, like you just cursed at them. You just cursed yeah, at them. I just mm -hmm. called them out of their night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in terms of that, what is your what is your take on submission? And the second part of that question is, how do you have that conversation with women? I well, you know when I when you all text me about this topic I was like this is some crazy um gift like what nah this is not happening <laughs> all because you know that I think that on some level that word rubs us all chafes us all right on yeah. some level but I think if you really think about what Christ is calling us to do if we if you as a woman have done that work of submission prior to being married and by that, I mean, mm. in your relationship with Christ, if you've worked mm. out that submission muscle, because it is a muscle, let's mm. be really honest. If you've practiced being submissive, submitted to the Holy Spirit in his leading, then you have very little, I'm not gonna say no problems, but you have very little, if any, problems doing that in this relationship that he's brought you to, mm. right? Um, and I think when we understand that connection, <laughs> then we mm. understand that we're not, 
that we fully understand that we're not submitting to this man that we think we've chosen. We, uh, we understand that we've, we've submitted our lives to Christ before this man. And in submitting our lives to Christ, we've submitted our lives to how Christ wants to order our steps. It says the good man's steps are ordered by the Lord, right? So we're submitting our, our steps, we're submitting our life. Then we've submitted to the steps that have led us to this gift of a man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by God's grace that it's led us here. And because of that, we want to continue to submit our lives, our thoughts, our ideals, our degrees, our <laughs> like right? we want to submit all of that. We want to continue in that way and continue to submit ourselves to the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, even in this new chapter, in this new relationship. So I think when we get that, like that's when we're like, oh, right. So this is actually not about my station in life. It's not about that I'm married or that I'm at work or that I'm, you know, under a pastor or leadership, I am, wherever I am, I am submitted to the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. First and foremost, no matter who's talking to me, whether it's a police officer who right. pulled me over, whether it's my supervisor who's being crazy, like whoever yeah. it is, like yeah. I am submitted first to the Holy Spirit. Why? Because I'm an ambassador, ambassador of another place. Like I'm not, right. like I don't answer these people, but I answer to him. If he's told me to submit to him and he will lead God direct my path, he will make my path straight. Then I trust that and I move forward in that assurance right mm-hmm. um so so that's the first part i think of your question the second part of my question is how do i broach this topic with sisters and other believers um i honestly i i come at it as i would any sort of sticky topic i start to ask them like i start to ask them questions about their experience around submission right like when you hear that word submission sometimes it's like a counselor when you hear that word submission what is that how does that trigger you like right. what, what is that how does that land on you and why right? Mm-hmm. Like why, right? Um, and a lot of times the why is because they've observed, like I did growing up, they observe unhealthy examples of submission, right? Like they observe like the false submission, right? Like um, the, the subversive submission, right? Like the deceitful submission and not the authentic submission to the right spirit, first and foremost, mm-hmm. which is the Holy Spirit. Um, and so a lot of times we just, we're, we're, we are um, duplicating the examples that we see without actually taking that example to the word of God and being like, God, what do you say about this example that I've observed? What do you say about this behavior that I've absorbed and observed throughout my life? And how do you want to right this wrong that I've observed? Right? Like, and I think in my earnest prayer in my twenties, that was the, that was the cry of my heart, whether I could articulate it or not. It's like, God, I want nothing to do with this thing called marriage. However, right? Like take this cup from me. However, if this is your will, just we, I trust that you're going to make it all right. You're going to work it all out for my good and your glory, right? So just having the conversation with other sisters, I really just start with trying to figure out where the origin of that word submission and how that lands on them and sort of walking them out and, and bringing them back to the word. Like, how does that line up with who you say you are in him? How does that line up with what he has said about you and about and over your future, right? And, and, and usually like unpacking that with other sisters, like they see, right? They see the air of their ways, but they see it in not in a con- condemning way because the Holy Spirit never comes to condemn. He always comes to correct. And he does it such in a gentle and gracious way, right? Like those are goals right there. Like how just how gracious he is in his correcting. So I, I generally just have a conversation about it. I think that's the only way, you know, to, to sort of change people's hearts. Like not, we don't do the heart changing, but sort of to plant the seeds, right? And, and God sort of, you know, changes hearts and, and gets the increase. Yeah, I, I think that's extremely powerful because, and it's a, it's a, a helpful reminder for me, 
to hear the story first to ask the why because then you start to understand like you said where where the discomfort of even the word comes from yeah um and a lot of times it's you know like you said it's the dysfunctional relationships that a woman has been in that she's currently in or what she saw growing up and it's just like ah I'm good I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. and I was the same way I was like you um and I I had really no intentions of getting (laughs) (laughs) and by none you mean zero right (laughs) like none it was just not a it was just not on my mind and my and my mom is a very girly lady and so as a you know when I was younger it was like oh you want to play with dolls and you want to pretend to be a mom and it's like I'm not no I just want I want to write a book like I'm just not really interested in that mm-hmm. um so marriage for me was not it just wasn't I didn't think it was going to be in my forecast and I just it was okay with me but now that I've been married 13 years I'm like it's it's been the biggest blessing to me because I'm I have an opportunity to be married to my best friend um but submission I'm um, submission praying happened to about two weeks ago <laughs> Come on. I might still be waiting honey you know I, mean? <laughs> I mean I'm just joking I'm just joking I still and and um I'm I'm still leaning into that but to your point, I'm learning. It really isn't even about submitting to this man. It is mm-hmm. the submission and the relationship mm-hmm. with our Lord and Savior. Yes. So that that's that's where I'm at today. I think that was very eloquently stated, um, Kania, when you when you said uh, focusing on submitting to God. But I must say. I think I had to learn to submit to God. So I was saying it for so many years and I did not realize that at the end of the day, I still wanted my will to be done. You know, I saw, I still want to go here. I want to go do this, that, the third, and I'm making plans to do all the things that I want to do, but I had to learn how to listen to God's voice. Mm -hmm. Right. And I had to learn how to like, okay, well actually say, and me, not my will, Lord, but your yeah. will be done in my life. Yeah, because girl. once I figured out, okay, you know what? He really does knows, know what's best. <laughs> like if he can see the beginning and the end and I can't really see past this next minute, then perhaps I should listen to him, right? I mean, yeah. let, let's, to, in, a, in a really practical way, just to, not to harp on that point, I mean, on the, um, you know, what he can see. But if we knew that a bus was coming when we're walking across the street, we would stop mm-hmm. right we would we don't but that's kind of like how it is with you know with god like if he he knows that this bus is coming so we should stop because he can see it even though we can't mm-hmm. so um that that once i learned that about um about you know submitting to god because he's he is everything then it became it becomes easier to understand submission in, yeah. in my house in my home um Amen. so uh thank you for bringing that that very very solid point up yeah so i uh, oh can i just Crystal. add something real quick kendra so mm-hmm. what we recently um my husband and i did a 10-week marriage ret- retreat it was virtual um it was during the summertime and we did a zoom call we met with nine or ten other couples 
and we just talked about marriage and it was through Dr. Tony Evans church. And so we read through um, this book, it's called Kingdom Marriage. Mm-hmm. And there is a there is a, a chapter in the book all about roles. And so I just wanted to read something that was really powerful for me that I continue to go back to. Um, it says, many women feel unappreciated and unrecognized for their contributions to the home. And this may be why some women feel that submissive is just not, being a submissive wife is just not for me. There's also an example that says, the key word in Jesus's divine example of submission is choice. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that is forced. It's not something that, um, that, 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 that it's not something that we should be forced into not, mm-hmm. nor is the submission of a wife to her husband absolute since her greatest commitment is to the Lord. And Kenia, that's what I think you picked up. You mentioned earlier, but the word that stood out to me was I am making this choice to submit to the Lord and the Lord tells us to be in order, right? There's an order and I'm willing, I'm choosing to submit to my husband. So when I read that, it was like, wait a minute, I got more power in this than I realized. And can I also that, I love that because it also reminds me of the gentleness of his his spirit, right? Like God is, I used to hear the black church talk about God is a gentleman. (laughs) Yeah, like that's kind of weird, but but God is a gentle spirit, right? Like, and he doesn't force, he's never forced. In Deuteronomy, I think Deuteronomy 8, it says, choose you this day who you will serve, right? Like, you know, and, and he's a gentle spirit and he wants, above all else, God wants our heart. He wants our he wants relationship with us. He he wants you know koinonia. He wants fellowship. He wants community with his with his creation with his people. Um, and the only way to truly have authentic fellowship, right, is for two people to choose one another, right. Mm-hmm. The same way we chose our spouses and they chose us, and we have this authentic relationship is the same way the Holy Spirit and God wants to have community or communion with each and every one of us, and. And in his beautiful gentility, he says, I'm not going to ever force my, my will on you, but I, because I want you to choose me. I want you to choose this relationship. I want you to choose this lifestyle. Um, and, and I love that because you're right. It reminds us of our power in this moment, right? Um, but it also reminds us of just how much he loves us, yeah. right? Like if someone truly loves you, they're not going to force you to do anything. That's not true. I'm a parent. I will force my child to do something. <laughs> but two consenting adults, they're not going to force you to do anything. Right. They're going to want you to mm-hmm. want them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's real love. Like, I will stand here and I will be waiting for you to choose me. That's literally what God does. He's like, I stand here with mm-hmm. my arms open wide. Like, mm-hmm. choose you this day who you'll serve. Like, I knock on your heart, but I'm not going to open the door. I'm going to allow you the choice to choose that. That's such a powerful thing. Like, I love that word choice there because like you say, it reminds me that like I have agency in this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely transformed my thinking and immediately it went from being this aggressive feeling mm-hmm. of, towards the word submission to this powerful yeah. gentleness. Yeah. Because it says, actually, you have, you, you have power in this. There's, there's no need to fight this. Mm. remove the fight it's unnecessary you don't need it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
So ladies, um, I think, I think I, 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 when I hear what I'm hearing from you guys are ways that you are able to make submission, you, you know, your perspective on what submission really is changes. Now we're all roughly in the same age range, right? We're at that millennial level and growing up, we were all pushed towards millennial woman, like do your own thing, be independent, be able to take care of yourself, all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. so a lot of that kind of were like, oh, well, I'm doing my own thing, right? We had our next swing. <laughs> do you boo? <laughs> Look, all right. And so that whole, our idea of submit, mis- submission or what we were taught about what submission is was in that whole listen to him or he gets the final say so type thing um so how would you say um what you're you've seen that type of old submission perspective shift to where you are now into this new idea of submission like do you have an example of old submission versus new submission in your, not new, but the new perspective of submission in your perspective marriages? I think, I think submission when I was growing up in the church felt very much like Crystal was alluding to, like very like top down, Mm -hmm. sort of um, like a top down approach. Like you will, it it felt very like subservient and Mm -hmm. like um, sort of, lesser than thou in like an unhealthy way Mm -hmm. um and so it it never was fully like fleshed out or articulated like the beautiful dynamic nature of submission like as crystal just pointed out like the choice the the power and the tenderness that is wrapped up in this like because these all if you think about all these attributes that i'm like saying right now choice power tenderness those are all christ like they're all in him right like Mm -hmm. he is all powerful he is all tender right he Mm -hmm. is all wise he's all knowing he is here he's tomorrow like he he he's like like all these wonderful attributes that are in that we get to benefit from in submission are already in him and that's why i think i love that scripture which says um i've given you everything that you need for life and godliness Mm -hmm. that they're found in me right like even in this thing, submission, like, and so to answer your question more specifically, Kendra, I think old submission felt very um, static and very like, um, the word dangerous comes to mind. I think dangerous is a is an appropriate mm-hmm. word because I think it, because that word submission wasn't fully understood in the church, it got abused, mm-hmm. right? And people used that and they abused it. So it became a dangerous term. Dangerous for the men who were yielding, you know, wielding that over the heads of their wives and dangerous for the wives involved, right? But I think when we fully, again, go back to submitting to the Holy Spirit in our personal relationship with him, he makes all things plain and clear. He gives us understanding, right? Above all else, get understanding. He gives us understanding. He gives us wisdom. He gives us discernment. And if two people are walking, you know, in submission to the Holy Spirit, and then they come, the Holy Spirit and brings their path together, then they are walking under the clarity that they need of how submission is going to work in that union, you know? So for me, the old submission was dangerous. The new submission was freedom really right going back to the idea of choice it's freedom it's liberty and that's literally what he's come to do like to bring to bring freedom to the to the captives to set the captives free in our mind in our thinking in our behaviors you know it's freedom to those who are in bondage in the way that they engage with each other um and there's there's freedom there's freedom and grace right like 
I mean, there's, I think there's so, it's interesting as we talk about this now, I'm, I'm literally in this moment realizing there's so much richness in submission. <laughs> and it's wow. like, I, used to, I used to hear pastors yeah. always say that. And I'm like, they crazy. They just say that because he's a man. He just say like, right. I used mm-hmm. in my head, my internal monologue was like, he just say that because he's a man. Like, of course right. he would say that to us women. But now that I'm literally, the Holy Spirit just like opening this thing up, like as we talk about, like, wow, there's so much richness here. And I've often heard really wise women say, that submission to Christ takes care of everything else. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% the gospel because in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek first the kingdom of God. And when we seek the kingdom of God, we're seeking God's presence, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're seeking his presence, like he takes care of everything else. Mm-hmm. So absolutely submission to Christ, to the right entity, submission to Christ first will take care of everything else. It, it, he says it right in his word. He promises it uh, to us yeah. in his word. Yeah. Chris? So I, I, submission did not occur. It did not come <laughs> up. It did not exist. <laughs> it was, I did not hear the word until I was about 23 years old. Okay? <laughs> Nobody said it. Nobody, Nobody breathed it. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> And if you even opened your mouth to say something now. crazy, don't you utter a word. The back of somebody, the back of a woman's hand in my family, you just gonna feel it. Feel it. That's right. That's like saying whatever or what, mm-hmm. and addressing mm-hmm. your, you know, your elder. your elder. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and even when I got married and I heard the word, I was like, "Oh no, I'm not saying that." <laughs> No, you got, you got the wrong one. <laughs> that one in the Act like you didn't hear it. Just keep on. Just keep on. Right? <laughs> so that was my experience. <gasps> Today I'm I'm like Kania. I I think it's I think it's I just it's gentle and it's powerful and it's it's welcomed in my home. It's welcomed in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I have to give kudos to my husband because he, it doesn't, it doesn't feel heavy. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. burdensome. It feels just like, Hey, we submitting one to another, like girl, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, like I got you. Yeah. And, and I think I am, I'm really blessed to be in a relationship that, um, where 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 my husband is does not come off or has never come off as a dictator or disrespectful. I think that he personally takes that word as precious, and he knows. Mm. Um, I think Side knows that as a black as a from a watching black women and having two sisters and a black mom, like he knows how um, heavy that word can be for women, particularly woman from in our culture so I think it makes him even more delicate about it but just holistically it's just it's never I've made it a thing in my marriage yeah really never even like it was just like okay for (sighs) for him like that's what the word says but I made it a thing when we first got married and I brought I think about it now I brought the negativity in the marriage about the word the more, more I started learning about it and because I was disconnected from the Lord, even though I was saved, I was disconnected. I brought that um, that negativity into our marriage. So I would just be like, I ain't submitting to you. And he's like, well, I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, I didn't ask you to. You think I'm gonna wash these dishes because I ain't not. What are you talking about? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. You know? 
So I gotta apologize to him about what happened 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 10 years ago. 10 minutes ago. Okay. 10 minutes ago. Right, right there. Right. <laughs> 10 weeks ago. Okay. Right, right, right. I don't know. That's very, very good. I, I think um I, I definitely echo those experiences, if you will. Like it's a you know, submission wasn't a, wasn't a thing, if you will. Not in that regard. I mean, you know, we had everybody kind of did their own thing. We kind of did it kind of in, in a circle, you know, like you dance around each other. Type. It wasn't like a, you know, um, one one blend, you know, like yeah. it's, it's almost like a color swirl if they're putting a the pot together. But once you start stirring them all up, you know, you're all one new color. Well, we didn't have that one new color thing. Right. And <laughs> We were this, we were like the swirl. So when I first, you know, I mean, my marriage, we kind of, it's interesting, believe it or not, you know, Jason and I have been married, uh, I guess, going on almost seven years. And before we got married, yeah, we almost seven years. So, (laughs) but before we got married, we had, we had been in business together for about five years and interesting enough, I always say we must've been married for the first five years of when, you know, when we were in business, because during that time, one, starting a business with another person is a marriage, right? It it really is. And that like, we had to get joint accounts and everything. So we were together more than most married people had blended accounts more than most married people. Like we are already, you know, almost like married, honestly. And that, um, we went kayaking one, one day. And (laughs) this is my thing with submission, right? We went kayaking one day. And if you, they, they were like, the, the people who you know were experts in kayaking, the staff, they're like, first time kayakers, we recommend you do your own thing. Get your own boats or kayaks, whatever. And we're like, oh no, no, we'll just get a double. We'll do this. <laughs> so um, then we're out there on the Potomac or in the Washington Channel, whatever it was. And we're we're out there with our kayaks and we're we're um got our oars or whatever. And suddenly we're we're trying to figure out where we're going, right? And we end up going in a straight circle. Cool for for a while right we're just in we couldn't get it together and we had the aha now this is before we got married but we were married in business if you will um we had this aha that we were going in circle because we both wanted to be the leader no one wanted to be uh it wasn't a front and a back it was oh no i'm learning this ship you know (laughs) no you're not telling me and i had to understand like oh snap, we're not going to do this if we're just being bullheaded and, you know, we got to work together. And I think he understood too, that we got to work together. So if one of us is going to lead, or if he is going to lead us, then he's got to bring me along and make sure that we're doing complimentary work and not doing the same thing. So we had mm-hmm. that aha kind of set the foundation and framework for our, for submission our marriage. Now I still ain't get it perfect when, by the time we get married now, <laughs> had little ways to go. Um, probably because I was learning to submit to God around that same time, but it, it became a thing. And I had to learn that submission did not mean he told me to go do the dishes and I do it. <laughs> Cause I might tell him to go do this. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> like, like, Hey, can you get the dishes, bro? You know, like yeah. that can, that can happen. <laughs> and it certainly does happen where we're both taking lead on different things. And mm-hmm. 
I we find that the word was very clear. Crystal, you said this. It says submit one to another, another right? Yeah. And um, we have learned that that's that works, right? Submit one to another. And in the submitting one to another, when I started thinking about, it, I think I mentioned this to Crystal before. When I started thinking about, wait a minute, all the role that he has as the head of the house. Preach. all the responsibilities and stuff that falls under that i was like oh no nah, i'm good i'm good <laughs> i don't want take it right yeah are. yeah please by all means yeah. because it's clear it's like again back to my bus um if, if you're going to do what the word says it's like submit and you know give your life for and be like christ if you will and mm-hmm. sub, you know lose your life so that he my might mm-hmm. live that yeah, bus come yeah. out there, you're supposed to, you know, I'm not saying you really have to jump out there, get hit by a bus to save me, but that's the kind of love and protection Amen. that is involved in submission. And when I think about that, I'm like, wow, that's that's heavy. That's a heavy load that a man has to bear. And what he needs is my support and how they do it. Can he I needs- go ahead? Sorry, I was gonna say, can I we're talking about submission? Um, you all brought up Ephesians 5 21. Can I read just a very short passage from Ephesians? It, it is the submission passage because I, when you brought that up originally, um, Crystal, it, it reminded me, occurred to me that growing up, submission was all about the woman doing the submitting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yet the word of God literally starts with Ephesians 5, verse, starting verse 21, it says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that alignment, right? Mm-hmm. Wives, submit yourselves unto your, hus- your own husbands as, as unto the Lord, right? So you you should have already started submitting to the Lord before you start submitting to your husband. Otherwise, you won't know what submission actually looks like and feels like, right? Um, for the husbands is the for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. I love Dr. Tony Evans. He has this amazing teaching on submission. And he talks about kind of what you were talking about, Kendra, like putting yourself in harm's way, laying your life down as Christ did for his church, literally laid his body on the cross for his body, right? For his church. In the same way, husbands are to die. It's a death on both sides, husbands and wife, right? Right. But husbands are to die for their wives, right? For the sanctification and the washing of the word um, of their wives. So there is this beautiful death on both sides that happens that's very similar to the death on the cross that he already modeled for us. But I love that, Crystal, you reminded me that growing up, the problem, what was also problematic about submission is that it was all about the wife doing, right? And the man receiving. But, but God clearly in his word has said here, the first thing you need to know in verse 21, before you know about the wife submitting, before you know about the husband submitting, you need to know that this is a mutual submission yeah. because it's in accordance with the, the reverence to God, right? Like, so I think when we understand that first and foremost, like that, like, mm-hmm. and again, that, this goes back to like reading your word, right? Knowing that word and not just taking what a pastor says, but actually going back and was it like, be like the Bereans, not the Thessalonians, because the Bereans were like the more noble because they read, they actually went back and they fact-checked yeah. in the word of God. And when you fact-check, you actually see like the first thing that he calls us to is equal submission. Like, like you know, and then he articulates that and susses that out. Like wives, here's what you do. Husbands, here's what that looks like for you, right? Mm-hmm. But we are equally submitting. And I love that because it, it also 
articulates that there is not one that's more important than the other. Although mm -hmm. we play different roles, as you point out, Kendra, there's no one more important because we're all bought part of this body and we all add, right, mm -hmm. to the body of Christ. So I just love that reminder of, of the mutual submission. Yeah. And, and I think that is so powerful. And it, for me, it has changed the dynamic of my marriage, right? Yeah. So there is, is, there's that, you know, there's that allowing God to love me and me loving him and spending time with him. And then that order, I'm Come on now. to submit to my husband. Yeah. And then it's the relationship with my husband becomes, it's more gentle, it's soft, it's loving. There's this cooperation that even if I try to create it on my own, mm -hmm. it doesn't work, <laughs> right? Yep. It's not sustainable. It's not mm -hmm. sustainable. But when I allow, when I stop and I take my hands off and I say, okay, God, you got this. Cause I, I got to get out of the way. Mm. Um, there's this, I mean, I look up and the brother didn't mop the floor. Come on now, Jesus. Come on and now. There's a baby ready to go to daycare. Hey. Like, what in the world? I've been trying to do this for like for 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, oh no, you know, I spent time with the Lord this morning. I got to get stuff yes. done. Oh, Lord. Yes. Mm. Order, yes. Alignment, yes. But <laughs> yes. yes. I come through Jesus, won't he do yeah. it? And so I'm, I, I just, I'm, I'm still looking at this Tony Evans book, Dr. Tony Evans book. It says, when a wife is willing to surrender herself first to the Lord, come on. Only then will she be able to properly submit to her husband. Amen. And that I think that that's what we've been talking about. It's not necessarily about submission and this this negativity around it it's really about what is your relationship like with the lord all that yeah. other stuff he's going to take care of come but on if you're not right with him you are going to struggle you are going to hate you are going to hate the word submission it is going to feel like an attack because you don't yeah. understand it yeah and that's not just going to apply to our marriages it's going to apply to all of our relationships all over the place yep. absolutely yep. absolutely absolutely wow you guys have brought some good meat. I feel like this is that one of those moments where, you know, pastors are preaching and they're speaking and they say, yeah, I'm preaching good to you, but I'm preaching good to me too. Like, I feel yeah, like this conversation, yeah. while this wisdom, you know, the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit has been pouring out mm -hmm. of us, I'm literally here soaking this up like, oh Lord, he about to, I'm about to have to put this to work. You're going to talk about it. You're going to be about it. You ain't gonna I, just better, talk about I better it. be about it because he'd be like, because he just called me while we were on this call and I texted him like, I'm on the call. He's like, okay. And he's going to ask me, what y'all talk about today? And then I'm going to tell him the S word. And he'd be like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, what you say you do? Because I need you to go ahead and do it. <laughs> he would be all in my business. I know he will. I know he will. That is so and funny. I, I, I want to say that this is, I mean, this, this is one of those things when Kendra and I were talking about it, I was like, oh, Kendra, come on. Can we talk about something else, please? Why do we got to talk about that? You know, but it's, it's. I went to, I went back to my book and I started doing this kind of reading last night. And I was just like, I had a moment of, yeah, you need to revisit, you need to revisit submission. So this <laughs> conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely, and I said, I, in my mind, literally listening, you got to say, Lord, if nobody else hears this, I, the three of us did, or at least. Come on now. <laughs> it was meant for us, clearly. Clearly. I mean, <laughs> if no one else. So ladies, I uh, I appreciate the, the sisterly reminder of submission. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm actually glad we discussed it. It actually came to me as a suggestion. Um, from someone who witnessed 
other women in her life have bad experiences based on their ideas of submission. You know, they, they were allowing, particularly when it came to finances and the women would allow their man to do the, handle the finances and their financial situations were upended, foreclosures, all that kind of stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we think about that, right? And yeah. um, we have to figure out how that applies. But yeah. even then, if, I, you know, we have two arms, two legs and everybody's role is the same. So the better financial person in the family should handle the finances probably it makes the most sense but I mean everybody's got to figure that out every couple has to figure those types of um, things out but I think what is most important is if everybody is following that protocol that you guys laid out of submitting to Christ first and understanding submission vertically then you can figure out any type of submission horizontally and that means whether it's with your parents whether it's with your boss whether Come it's on, with Jesus. siblings, whoever it is, friends, yep. whoever it is, you'll figure it out because you're you're you really you're living for an audience of one. Can yeah. I just say that has reminded me of this saying that has literally I won't say it's haunted me, <laughs> it's haunted me, but it's literally stuck with me. Someone once told me, or I read somewhere, that any issue that you ha- might have horizontally in your marriage is first an issue vertically in your marriage. Mm. Like anything that is going on between you and your boo is first an issue vertically. And I'm like, Lord, how is that possible? Like I have an issue with him. Like it's not about you right now. Jesus is him. Right. He's the one leaving his socks everywhere. He's the one who don't want to do this. And God's Ooh, that's like, good. any issue you have with him, because really it's an issue of the heart. Let's be mm-hmm. completely 100, right? Like it's not... When we have a, we when we respond to our spouse or any person's behavior, it's our heart that is exposed mm-hmm. in our response, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if we have a heart issue that we haven't worked out, that's a vertical issue for us. Before it's some toes. All my toes have been stepped on right now. Like I ain't got more toes left. Like what? Right. Awesome so, so that's that's really good and i'm gonna think about that when i'm looking at i'm doing the dishes i'm slamming dishes in the dishwasher like they would just put their dishes in the dishwasher when they, it's I'm even worse when you're reminded by your husband or your kids is there an issue of the heart don't say that to me that's right the now. front door when <laughs> you're when you're preteen mom? when your preteen says that Mom, is it an issue of the heart? Oh my gosh, that's a beaut. That's a well done, mom. Well done. Yes, I, yes, I don't right. feel. I don't well think it's, you're raising, but I'm not thinking well done in the moment. No, no, no. But that that's yes, that's I'm and that right got, here. You got three. I'm counting down. You got about two you got three seconds. The exit. <laughs> But again, to that swirl of the colors all mixed in the pie, y'all have created one color and that's a beautiful thing. So way to go, way way to go. Amen. So Kania, where can our our followers find you? Do you have any social media outlets right now where they can learn more about your conversation or more with you or connect with you? Yes, so our social media is um, under construction at the moment. So the best way to reach me is via email, um, to stay connected, to see what's next, um, to invite me to any sort of speaking communication engagements, it would be um, KM Creative Consulting at Gmail. Thank you so much, Kania. Thank you, Kendra. This was Thank amazing, you. challenging, and very, um, what's the word? It's very humbling. Hey, oh, <laughs> yes. 
Amen. Yes, 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 yes. It is. Everybody going back to their husband sucking out. That's all right. gonna send a text. Then I'm gonna say I'm sorry. It's just gonna say I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just gonna do an emoji. I'm not. I'm not using words. Do the eye roll emoji. Right. Exactly. Side eye. Told me that I need to. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. Baby right, steps. Right, right, right. Yes, exactly. So, ladies, awesome. Have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sisters. We hope that you enjoyed our latest podcast. Want to hear more? Hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And be sure to check out our website at www.mysisters.com.